Murder in Your Ear sends big thanks and appreciation to Podcorn for being our first ever sponsor. To get the most out of your podcast and to learn about how to get terrific sponsors for yourself, it's no mystery. Just head to podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. You won't be sorry. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy Murder in Your Ear. I'm Griffin Stanley, the communications director here at NRM Performance, but you may recognize my voice as the high-class, Paris-born, Sebastian St. Vincent from our last story, Murder is No Game. I'm here today to spill the tea with you all about our next murder mystery, Murder at Murder You. We are going to get to know some of the cast and chat with our content creator, Naomi Rosemach, about this new story and just about murder in your ear in general. Let's meet her. Hey, Naomi. Hey, Griffin. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Doing well. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, so what made you want to start Murder in Your Ear? Well, I am outside of COVID-19. I work as a theater director and an acting coach. And my entire life was kind of put on hold indefinitely. So I had started doing my other podcast, which is Schools Out Storytime, which is geared towards younger children and tells original stories, which I performed as well as with some of my other acting friends. And I realized that everyone in the theater world right now is really wanting performance opportunities. So I thought, hmm, how could I involve more people? So I have had some experience in the past writing murder mysteries that have been performed and I thought, you know, murder mystery would be fun. And I thought the name would be, I'm like, murder murder in your ear. I'm like, that's a fun name. And so I did a little audition notice and we had such a huge turnout. I was really humbled. But basically the big impetus behind the idea was to give the acting community here. And we have a lot of alumni and people mm-hmm. I don't even know involved too, just to give theater people a chance to perform again. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what inspired you to do a murder mystery specifically? Well, like I said, I had a little bit of experience doing it in the past. Um, I'd done dinner theaters where we'd done interactive murder mysteries and I'd written, um, a couple for different performing organizations. And honestly, I just love murder mysteries. (laughs) No, (laughs) I just love murder mysteries. I love Agatha Christie. Our first story and engagement with murder was in the style of Agatha Christie and I've loved those since I was a child because I think I was born 
age 80. Um, <laughs> and then our most recent one, Murder is No Game, was actually in the style of like a murder she wrote, sort of 80s, more soapy, a little sillier, a little more campy, yeah. as you know. <laughs> so basically, I just thought it'd be fun. I enjoy that genre, and I think it's a really fun way to utilize a lot of different personalities yeah. from the actors and you get to be kind of these fun outlandish characters which is great and audiences is good escapism like there's so much going on in the world right now it's nice to be able to think about something that's not political or medical or economical for sure um how did you so i know you said that you put out a casting call how did you pick your actors for each story once you uh, figured out who are you going to be who are you going to be using yeah yeah great question so everyone sent in a monologue which was basically them talking as themselves so we could hear how they sounded on audio and then they also sent in a sort of a showcase of different character voices they can do mm-hmm. and we basically tried to pick people that we thought would complement each other as well as the genre so we like I said the the turnout for casting was much larger than I anticipated and it made it quite a challenging task, but I think we got a great group of people. Awesome. Yeah. Um, are the casts the same for all the stories? They aren't actually. Each story has a completely different cast. So basically each story, the thing that ties everything together is that the theme is murder, but each Mm -hmm. story is its own specific style. Um, I was sort of inspired by American horror story, like that they have this, ever revolving genre but it all is under the umbrella of a concept right so that's kind of what we went for so like i said the first one was agatha christie set in england in the 1920s second one was 1980s in the deep south this next one is going to be murder and murder you so it's set at central state university mm-hmm. and starting in 1995 and it's all about a slasher slash horror concept so it it ties back into a legend about something that happened where the site of the college is located yeah that led to murders in 1995 and also 20 years prior so it ties that and i'll talk about that more in a second yeah. but so each one is a specific thing for the holidays we're bringing you um sort of a i'm calling it a hallmark movie on crack <laughs> which is murder in holiday town but it's pretty i also love hallmark movies that's exciting um, yeah. i'm exposing myself as being kind of a a trash magnet for entertainment but love those hallmark movies so it's gonna be that sort of concept but very much with our own murderous twist yeah that's super exciting yeah i think it'll be fun absolutely um so we kind of get an idea of the work the actors put in for the scripts and stuff like that because we hear it um but behind the scenes how many people are involved like creating this (laughs) well i write all the stories and compose the music and then emma finnegan who is our production manager we each since we are still in the the covid times (laughs) all of our actors as you know griffin uh, (laughs) we meet on a zoom call and we do a rehearsal so everyone can see each other and then we record as though we are interacting with each other so it feels more like a an actual taping would but each actor tapes themselves individually and then emma takes all of those tracks and mixes it all together and adds the music and does all those magical technical things so it's a it's a complicated process and it's definitely a lot of a lot of work for her especially but yeah we enjoy it it's a good time cool good deal um all right let's give naomi a little break and meet the cast what's your name can you tell me a little bit about the characters you play Hi, my name is John Campana. I'm playing the characters of uh, Janitor Jim in 1970 and Dean William Hardy. 
Janitor Jim is the custodian at Central State University, otherwise known as Murder University, in the early 70s. Uh, he was accused, indicted, and executed for a string of murders that occurred at the school, but he vehemently denies these accusations. So we'll just have to see if he was truly guilty or not. Uh, the other character I play is Dean William Hardy. He's the Dean of Student Affairs at Central State University in 1995. Uh, he is not a fan of Greek life. Uh, he doesn't care for the sororities and fraternities, uh, or he doesn't uh, he doesn't believe they should have a, a major uh, a major presence at his school. My name is Angelo Domas. The characters that I play in this podcast are Lonnie Waters and Harry Connors. Okay, a little bit about the character. Lonnie, he's this very, very chill, rad guy who plays the guitar occasionally. He has a way with everyone he meets. Everyone loves him. Um, personally, I think he's kind of a player. He's super, super duper charming. Some might say too charming. But find out on next week's episode. My name is Dorothea Silios. I play Donna Westwood. And I also play Mrs. Donna Westward. Donna Westward is the president of her chapter of Delta Alpha Mu. She isn't sure that you deserve to be there or in her presence at all. But she would never let you know that because she's as sweet as pie on the outside. Mrs. Donna Westwood is Donna Westward a couple decades later, and she is now the house mother of that chapter of Delta Alpha Mu. She is very much the same person, feeling a little superior, a little looking down the nose. I'm going to be as sweet as pie to your face, but I don't know if you belong in my house. Hi, my name is Brandon Young, and I play the characters of Wilson Gray and Theodore Brown in the podcast Murder You. We first meet Wilson Gray in the 1995 area of this podcast. Uh, Wilson Gray, he is the faculty advisor member of the fraternity, and he certainly does not really fit the molding for what you would expect um, someone involved in Greek life as the faculty or advisor to kind of follow. Uh, he definitely is a little weird around the edges, and he has very strict rules that he expects everyone to follow. My name is Colleen Tui, and I play Ginny Callahan and Jennifer Joyce. Um, Ginny Callahan is kind of the main character that I play uh, in Murder You, and she's very, um, she's very sweet, but she's kind of <laughs> naive and kind of blissfully ignorant of kind of the situation and the real danger um, at Murder You. And, you know, I think she really wants approval. She really craves other people's acceptance, especially uh, the girls in her sorority. And, but I think she's a really sweet character. I think her heart's in the right place. Hi, my name is Hayden Palmer. I am lucky enough to be one of the characters on murder in your ear uh, in this story of murder you usa this time around i will be playing the characters of patrick moogan or otherwise known as the moog and i will also be playing his father jeffrey moogan so very meta moog is a bit of a tryhard really the epitome of a tryhard in my opinion um he is part of a fraternity but he's the bit of the outcast in that i would Maybe not an outcast in the holistic sense, but he isn't, you know, 
So he's trying so hard to be just bro with all these bro dudes. And he's really trying to fit in when I think he's a little more, he's a little more nerdy. He's a little more quirky. He's a, he's a radio DJ. So he has to have that exuberant personality. And in this instance, with his situation, it might be a little crazy. Uh, I haven't read for, or we don't know, we haven't been introduced to Jeffrey Mugen yet. So I'm excited to see who he is but i i like i like uh the character of the moog of patrick he's fun and he's quirky and uh he's this lovable guy his flaws just he he tries too hard when he can try a little bit less hi my name is kendall gibson and i play melissa coffee as well as her mother rachel coffee uh melissa is very loud probably too loud for her own good she's described as one of the loudest people you will probably ever meet um and you can already kind of glean a lot of her personality that way. She's somebody who sometimes does not have much of a filter, um, who probably can be a little bit on the annoying side, kind of brash, kind of loud, but then will have these moments of just, you know, kind of total clarity. Or she'll be able to say something really deep, but she doesn't always realize it. Hi, everyone. My name is Ana Belen Croston, and I play Heather Martins and Isabela San Martin. So my character, Heather Martins, actually resembles a lot of what I do in real life. I do consider myself very funny and a really cool person until you are not nice to me. <laughs> Hi, my name is Michael Mello. I will be the voice of Captain Dwayne Royce. Royce was a student at Murder U in the 70s and became a campus police officer at Murder U. And he never really outgrew his days in the frat. My name is Brogan Wickerek. I play Mitch Langford and Tip Rogans. So Tip Rogans doesn't make an appearance in the first episode, so I don't have a whole lot to say about him. But Mitch, uh, Mitch Langford, um, he's generally a little bit quiet and bookish, but I think he has that human need to fit in so you have this bookish nerdy you know silent guy um who is also part of this fraternity and ends up you know going along with the shenanigans because on some level you just i don't know if it's a need to be cool but it's that need for human social interaction um yeah Excited to share more of Mitch with you. My name is Ashley Littlefield. I play Honey Simpson and Sugar Potts. Honey is the cool girl in her sorority. She's the social coordinator for the chapter. She's dating Johnny, who is president of his fraternity. Sugar is a sorority sister in the 1970s, so she's sweet and southern. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Lord, and I play Sharon McConnell and Mariel O'Leary in Murder at Murder You. Sharon is a transfer student from Yale. She is super smart, but don't you worry, she can handle any party. She hasn't dated any Pi Alpha Kappa members yet, but they are definitely all on a mission to change that. Mariel is a little bit more of a mystery, so you're gonna have to tune in to get to know her. Hello everybody, my name is Benjamin Miller and I play the parts of Nicholas Cameron and Stephen Calhoun. A little bit about them. Nicholas Cameron is the VP of Phi Alpha Kappa. He's only in the fraternity for the connections, and he doesn't find a lot of music. As for Stephen Calhoun, 
he's a mystery to me. I don't know anything about his character, which could signify that maybe he's the murderer. Ooh, you guys are going to have to tune in to find out. Hi, my name is Blake Stallings. Um, I play Wayne and Shane. Hello, I'm Bo Smith, and I am voicing the roles of Johnny Bordian and Danny Stone in Murder at Murder U. Johnny is the president of Pi Alpha Kappa, and he is not shy about showing his power as the leader. My name is Anna McGuire, and I play Jessica Jacobs and Becky Bowers. So, something about Jessica specifically is that she's just really snobby, really judgy. Right off the bat, you know that her family basically founded the whole university and that her names are on all the buildings so you know she feels entitled and you can tell through how she talks and what she says and her being the pledge chair she's just really snobby and really judgy and you can tell so by night you're voice acting but what do you do during the day at the moment i am just a full-time daddy supporting my bunny his name is lucky <laughs> By day, I am a Zumba teacher. I am a full-time artist, but I also teach the intro to theater class here at FSU Republic of Panama campus. Uh, my day job is I teach Spanish at a, an all-boys Catholic high school, actually 8th through 12th grade. I've been teaching Spanish for over a decade. How did you hear about the casting call for Murder in Your Ear? Well, it started with an audition. Um, no, the, Naomi, our director, and I have done a lot of theater in the past. When I used to live in Tallahassee, I did a lot of community theater with her. And um, uh, during this COVID period, looking for new projects, new creative outlets, and this project was brought up. And I loved the idea, and I had just purchased a microphone for my own kind of side projects. And it seemed like a good fit, and I wanted to give it a shot. So I sent in a reel, and here we are. The rest is history. I got involved with the podcast because I love Naomi Rose Mock, and she's a gem, and she's absolutely fabulous. And I really wanted to do something creative, especially during these times when theater isn't exactly possible. What's your favorite scary movie? I actually hate scary movies, <laughs> uh, but I actually do enjoy murder mysteries. Um, so anything or any movie that has to do with that or real crimes, I do enjoy a lot. Favorite scary movie has to be the OG Halloween. Um, I say it's my favorite scary movie because it still to this day terrifies me. Uh, if I watch it, I get I get hives. I get freaked out. It's just such a good story. So simple and terrifying and I love it, and hopefully, I think this this uh, storyline is going to be that kind of that you know e e e scary story that Halloween reminds me of. My favorite scary movie. I don't exactly watch too many scary movies. I'm more of a turn on Disney Plus and watch Frozen two like five times a day type girl. But I will say I do enjoy The Walking Dead, which I know is a TV show and like it's about zombies, but. You know, I love it. It's great. What is my favorite scary movie? Very easy question. I don't have a favorite scary movie because I don't like scary movies or horror or Halloween decorations or scary costumes or anything like that. Uh, I got scared watching Harry Potter and Jurassic Park. I think I'm fine with that.
So I definitely am a fan of the, like, psycho era kind of scary movies. If we're talking more recently, I did enjoy um, Hereditary, and Midsummer in particular was my jam. That was very, very good. My favorite scary movie, I got to say I stick to the classics. Um Anything that has been written by Stephen King or produced in the 1980s or the 1990s uh, is certainly one that I am interested in. What are your experiences acting outside of the podcast? Most of my acting experiences with uh, community theater, um, I have done some commercial and voiceover work. As far as voice acting, um, I recently worked with the Hearth podcast um, in Treasure Island. I was Ben Gunn. And the repairer of reputations, I was Mr. Wild. I also did a, uh, fl- uh, a a voiceover work for a commercial for Florida Parks. I've been acting since middle school and performed in many community theaters in Florida and several state college productions. Murder You will be my first voice acting gig, and I could not be more excited. My experiences with acting. So I have a Bachelor's of Fine Arts in acting. I graduated from Elon University in 2019 great university. Uh, I'm a Tallahassee native and I'd done theater years before that and decided to pursue a career in it, my lifelong career. I recently completed an internship at Orlando Shakes, a Shakespeare theater in Orlando. I was one of their acting and education interns where I had the opportunity to not only continue training and learning my craft, but also performed in my first series of professional shows. Uh, I was in a musical, I was in Shakespeare play, a couple uh, children's show, this grand we did Three Musketeers. It was truly a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully making that a lifelong journey for myself in the acting world. So like I said before, with voice acting, uh, this is a new territory for me that I am trying to branch into. Uh, I think it is the new medium, as to say, again, in these crazy COVID times. I worked on this project uh, with the first storyline, An Engagement with Murder, where I played Ronald Boughton. Had a lot of fun with that. I also, again, performed in several stories with Naomi in Schools at Storytime. Had a lot of fun with that. I recently started my own podcast, Baffled by the Bard. It can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you find your podcasts. And it is a educational comedy rant podcast about uh, my journey reading and breaking down all of Shakespeare's plays in order to make it more accessible for a general audience or an audience who is intimidated or has ever been intimidated by Shakespeare and his work. And once you sit down, break it down and make it simple and fun, it is a lot of fun to work with. Uh, And that's I think that's pretty much it. And yes, I'm currently working on my uh, voiceover reel. So again, I can start branching out, doing more voiceover work. I recently graduated from Elon University with my BFA in acting, and I've been spending the last year doing an internship with the Jet Theater. My most recent roles have been Margaret Frank in The Diary of Anne Frank and Frenchie and Fraulein Kost's understudy in Cabaret. Voicing Lady Annabella Boughton in the first series of Murder in Your Ear, An Engagement with Murder, was actually my first voice acting gig. So, thank you, Naomi, for believing in me and giving me this opportunity. 
What's the hardest thing about having to quarantine through COVID as an actor? I think the hardest thing for performers during these COVID-19 times is that we don't get the instant feedback from an audience that we're used to. The hardest thing for me as a performer during these COVID times is missing rehearsing and performing shows. Going home straight after work to watch Netflix is getting old. The hardest thing for performers right now because of COVID, I think, is there's this there's this energy on stage, and if you've ever been on stage and performed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's this certain kind of presence there, and I think it's going to be really difficult, not impossible, but I think it's really difficult to get that same emotional feeling that I know that I get as a performer whenever we're performing in front of a live audience. The hardest thing for performers during COVID is that they've really lost uh, the basic foundation of the community theater as we knew it. However, with that being said, I think that it goes and speaks volumes about actors, directors, and the creative community as a whole that we're still finding innovative ways in order to connect uh, with each other, to connect with the kind of community audience, and ultimately to creatively work on a project together where we're able to come together, put our talents, have fun, and, and really kind of still showcase the, uh, the amount of work and effort that we would put on stage into something else. What's one thing that the audience might not know about you that you would like to share? Oh, um, I lived in Los Angeles for four years and I worked in casting. Um, and, um, one time I had, we were, um, one time we were, uh, doing the show politically, politically incorrect, uh, with, um, Bill Maher. We were taping it at the Playboy Mansion. So I got to go to that and that was uh, pretty interesting. A random fact about myself is that I have three pets and they're all named after presidents. I have two cats, they're brothers, they're Carter and Kennedy, and I have a dog named Taft. One random fact about me is that in addition to theater, I also have a passion for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I wanted a way to exercise physically and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is way more fun than lifting weights or running on a treadmill. One fact about me that I want everyone to know is that I'm actually a costume designer. I've been working on costumes for about eight years. Um, and it's something that I really enjoy. Um, I didn't get really into it until about three or four years ago um, where I decided to kind of make it a, a full-time hobby or career. And I hope that next summer I'll be able to go to an internship in New York uh, that I was supposed to go to before the COVID-19 pandemic hit. But until then, I'll be sewing face masks and doing all I can to enjoy my, you know, theatrical endeavors uh, through this time. One random fact that may not be that random, uh, as you can tell, my first language is Spanish. I'm actually located in Panama City, Panama right now, which leads me to my fun fact that I actually know a lot of shows, both in Spanish and in English. For example, Le Miserable, I know both in Spanish and English. Phantom of the Opera, I know it both ways. Jesus Christ Superstar, um, Evita... 
what else do I know? West Side Story, <laughs> um, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, I do love um, speaking English, but thinking in Spanish, that's a real thing. <laughs> As I'm talking, I'm translating. Fun fact. And a random fact about me is I was born in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, and um, I have a broken ankle currently, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> What's a random fact about myself? That because my lately my random fact is, hey, guess what? I'm part of a murder mystery podcast. But that's this. Um, I am distantly related to Lucille Ball. There you go. That's a fact. So before we go, Naomi, is there anything that the audience should know about the upcoming story, Murder at Murder You? I'm excited about this one. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a different tone for sure. So the idea, I'll give you a little sneak peek about the plot mm -hmm. so central state university where the story is set ha is has been constructed on this cornfield where there was a horrific <laughs> execution it's always oh a good way to start right cornfield <laughs> absolutely where there's been this horrific execution hundreds of years ago of this school teacher who had been kidnapping local children oh my gosh so doo -doo -doo. <laughs> so the townspeople take this man out to the middle of this field and execute him by stringing him up on a what looks like a scarecrow post. Wow. And set then they set fire to him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> Drama. Um, then they set fire to him and he looks like a scarecrow so everything burns. But the man was known for carrying these keys and the mm -hmm. keys jangled. And so in the wind as he's burning looking like an effigy of a scarecrow do <laughs> you hear the keys jangling. Ooh. Well the next night all the adults in the town are killed <gasps> and the children are left to find out about it and all they could say was that they smelled burning and heard keys jangling oh my god so that's sort of the origin story that's and then crazy. that is applied to then central state university is built on this field oh bad idea bad, you bad do, idea literally <laughs> yeah so then there are murders where the scarecrow comes to get people so that's kind of what we're dealing with and it's all set against a slumber party for a sorority <laughs> and so it plays on the sorority fraternity <laughs> tropes a little bit and it is, I would say, more in the vein of Scream than, like, a really scary, I don't know, what's a really scary horror film? Uh, the Shining. Yeah, it's no, it's not The yeah. Shining. It's definitely, camp. like, we don't want to give you nightmares. It's yeah. a lot more camp. It's fun. It, we do want to make you jump. Yeah. But we don't want to give you nightmares. Right. So you're going to hear some keys jangling. You're going to hear some screams. You're going to hear people getting killed, for sure. <laughs> but I don't want to give anyone nightmares because yeah. I am... I'm a total baby. I, I have nightmares about ridiculous things. We're so I don't anti-nightmare here anti at Murder in, murder your, in ear. your Ear. We're all about murder, but not about nightmares. So that's our that's our thing. So anyway, so it's going to be really fun. We've got, like, you heard about the characters from the cast. Um, super fun. Playing with timelines and playing with that origin story of creepiness, too. So yeah. I'm excited. That yeah. sounds exciting. I'm excited to listen. Yeah. Um, what's next for Murder in Your Ear after Murder at Murder You, the holiday special? What's what's in the works? And we also have a youth company. So they're right. going to be doing yes. a Halloween special um, that's going to be set at a, a witch's school. So mm. sort of think worst witch, Harry Potter, that sort of thing. It'll be yes. a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we are hoping to turn these stories into uh actual books that we're going to put on we're going to self-publish mm -hmm. on amazon we're hoping to get those up by december for this season and then we'll be holding auditions for next season we'll be back with at least another four stories for next season and i'll be publicizing those auditions so awesome. if anyone out there would like to 
be part of the murder as well yeah. as just having it in your ear. Feel keep free your to eyes out. keep your eyes open and your mm-hmm. ears open. Um, so yeah, we're looking for that. We're hoping we're going to get some stuff on YouTube and doing it. We're already planning second season. So we're, we really appreciate everyone that's listened and we hope you'll tell your friends and we've had a lot of fun and we hope that you guys have too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate um, it. Of course. Make sure to tune in next Monday to uh, Murder at Murder You. On Murder Monday. On Murder Monday. Every Monday is when we drop our <laughs> new episodes on Murder Monday. So <laughs> check us out on social media on hashtag Murder Monday. And if you want to follow everything Murder in Your related, please find us on Facebook at NRM Performance or Instagram at NRM Performance as well. Yes. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Of course. <laughs>